Hey there, it's Michelle Lamoureux, and for the month of July, we are running some of our favorite episodes from the archives. Some go back as far as episode number two. We hope that you enjoy these as we work on season seven of the Good Life Coach podcast, where we'll be bringing you all new content and amazing guests. If you'd like to access the show notes for any of the episodes that you tune into, you can find those over at thegoodlifecoach.com. And while you're there, head on over to the podcast page where you can actually search podcasts by category so that you are getting the content that is most relevant to you. Okay, friends. So I hope you enjoy the replays from the archives and look forward to reconnecting with you very soon with all new shows. So here we go. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle and welcome back. So I am doing something a little bit different on the show. I've been in the process of interviewing seven-figure female CEOs and leaders on their self-care strategies. It's an area that I'm passionate about. It's an area that I speak on myself. I'm actually giving a talk to seven-figure female CEOs on on self-care strategies for the modern female leader because... I want to see women embrace their self-care as a way of maintaining their power because we are so generous with our time and we have such full lives and we're so many responsibilities, family, our children, maybe we even have aging parents or, or even in-laws that we're caring for. We've got our work and that includes being a stay-at-home mom, um, you know, maybe you run a company, you're committed to your community, you might do charity work. I mean, our lives are really just so full and, you know, we're not empowered to think about what we want. And we're moving into this new time in life where self-actualization is what we're striving for. We really are moving into a new space that there is no roadmap for. We're creating it as we go. And so my piece of that, I feel that I'm being called to do is to really help create awareness around this and to encourage women to think about their future selves. Who do you want to be in a year and in five years and in 10 years? And if you were looking back on your life 10 years from now at the pace you're going and the way that you're operating Are you doing things every day that are moving you forward towards a higher vision of your life? And if the answer is no, then I'm going to invite you to really start thinking about that. Take time, even 20 minutes, maybe this Sunday morning, sit down with a pad of paper and a pen and think about what you want in your life and what's missing. And so one way that I thought that would be a powerful way to inspire you is through storytelling. So I have invited back on the show, Deanna Seymour, who is a guest on episode number 31. She has a very interesting story. She donated a kidney as a single mother of two to her friend's 
four-year-old. She's really remarkable. So after you listen to this episode, definitely go listen to that one. If you haven't heard it, the title of that one was Faith Over Fear. It's a great story. And today is equally a great story because Deanna didn't always make self-care a priority. And she shares some things that started to happen to her body that became a wake-up call for her. So my hope is that by listening to Deanna's story, it will inspire you to think about what area or areas of your life need tending to and to start fitting yourself into your weekly and daily schedule to lift yourself up and make yourself a priority. So before we jump into the show, just want to note that my audio is not what it usually is. Unfortunately, my microphone was not plugged in and connected correctly. So you will hear that, but Deanna sounds great. So we are good. So let's get into today's show. Hey, Deanna, thank you for joining me. Hi, Michelle. It's so great to be with you again. I know this is so much fun. I love talking to you about your entrepreneurial journey, but for people who are listening and who are unfamiliar with you and what you do, can you take a minute to tell tell us about yourself? Sure, absolutely. I um, am a 47-year-old mother of two amazing, um, I was going to say teenagers, but my son just turned 20 yesterday. Mm, So thank you. Yes, I've been a single mom now for about seven years, and I became an entrepreneur. Um, Never in my wildest dreams thought that would happen, but it did. And so I've been on that journey now really um, for the past two years. It's been Mm -hmm. um, I've devoted uh, myself to it uh, full time, but really it began about five years ago. So I have a company called PhD Feminine Health, and we have the number one best-selling product for uh, feminine hygiene for uh, both vaginal odor and itch, and it's available at retailers nationwide, including Target and CVS. Congrats. You're amazing. Thank you. And two years, I mean, this is like phenomenal. And we were talking before the mics went on, but One of the reasons that I wanted to specifically talk to seven-figure female entrepreneurs is because you guys are creating a whole new ceiling for women, right? You're pushing through that ceiling and you're saying, no, there is not going to be a ceiling. We're going to go higher and, and, you know, live the lives that we want to live. And you're doing that as a single mom. And, you know, I think that women learn from other women. And so by understanding how even while you're, I mean, startup world, anyone who's been in it or is in it knows that it's, it's a grind. I mean, it's so much work. So the fact that you're making time for you is huge. So I think what's actually helpful and would be interesting is to first just know, how do you define self-care? What does it mean to you? Well, self-care to me, I think when a lot of people hear that, the first thing they think of is are you exercising? Mm-hmm. You know, are you uh, taking care of your body? But to me, self-care is all encompassing, uh, including not only your body, but also your mind mm-hmm. and your spiritual well-being as well. Um, so it includes all of that. And, you know, in many ways, it's like that three-legged stool 
that if, you know, one of the legs is broken, you really can't stand up correctly. Mm -hmm. So um, to me, that's what self-care is. It encompasses all of that. That's a great definition. So what do you do uh, on a daily basis to tend to your mind, body, and soul? Because that's really what I heard you say. It's all three, which I love that you said that. And you didn't just talk about, you're right, the working out, or are you getting a weekly massage, or what are you doing like that? It's bigger than that. So what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Well, I think one of the most important things for me is is gratitude. Mm. Um, And it's interesting, my business partner, Mark, has this saying that um, gratitude begets cheerfulness. Mm. And it is, it is so true. Once you start practicing gratitude, um, that, you know, I begin each day with, you know, gratitude and for myself, you know, that is, um, includes prayer time. Um, but for others, it could just be, you know, thanking the universe or thinking of the things that, that you're grateful for. But I, I begin each day with gratitude and I end each day with gratitude Ooh, and, because when you're, you know, when you're grateful, it really is difficult to be grumpy. So, um, so <laughs> you true. Know, it puts you in a state of mind that, you know, no matter where we are in life, and, you know, we've all been through some really, really difficult times that we always have something to be grateful for. You know, even if it's the simple things like, you know, a roof over your head or, you know, shoes to put on your feet or, or, or food, you know, we always have something to be grateful for, but, mm. um, that's one of my most important things. Um, but also it's really important for me to have some quiet time. Um, and a lot of times I'll be completely honest with you. I, it's in my car, mm. you know, I'll just turn off the radio and I, I, I feel like I need, time to, to decompress, um, for my mind to get centered. Um, and, or a lot of times I'll have, um, it's important for me to, to have devotion time to, to work on my spiritual well being. Mm. So if, if I don't have time to do that at night <clears throat> or early in the morning, then I will put on a podcast in my car of, um, you know, maybe a sermon or mm. an inspirational speaker or, or something of that nature to really to feed, you know, that that spiritual well-being that that is um, so important to me, too. And then as far as, you know, the body, I, I really do try and exercise um, usually four times a week. Sometimes it gets to three, but it's amazing. Um what that does for me mentally, mm. uh, how it, I feel so much better after I exercise. And it, it it's interesting too, Michelle, in that self-care, you know, had always been important to me, but never so much more than when I became an entrepreneur. Interesting. Um, yeah, it, it, it was as if um, my body was was screaming at me you know mm. because we tell ourselves as women you know especially that oh everything's great you know we're i am juggling all of this and you know i'm a rock star mm. i've got my my kids are taken care of um you know i my career is is 
you know, I'm balancing all of that. Um, and then, you know, if one of those things falls out of place, if you're not nurturing your mind, body, or spirit, for me, my body tells me otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, as you know, I mean, stress can manifest itself in, mm-hmm. you know, many, many different ways. Um, and for me, you know, if, if it's maybe I'm a little short tempered with, you know, those that I love the most, because mm-hmm. usually the ones that you love the most that, you know, you are the most comfortable with, or you seem to, um, you know, your stress um, is evident with them. Um, but also, you know, it's that saying that your body doesn't lie. Mm. Well, it is so true because um, since becoming an entrepreneur, I have thinking that I'm juggling everything and I really wasn't. I had hives all over my body. Oh, wow. <laughs> you just out of the blue started getting hives? Yes, hives. And it was completely stress-related. It was. Um, yeah, because... I'm telling myself, you know, internally that everything's great. I am doing just fine. Right. And then your body's day, like, no, you're not. Oh, I'm yeah. going to slow you down. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, Michelle. Wow. Like, I'm not kidding. One day um, last year, I woke up and my eyes were swollen shut. Um, I had hives on my eyes and oh my it, it looked like I had been punched in both eyes And it was a complete stress reaction um, to everything that I was juggling and not doing a good job of taking care of myself. But were you you aware of that right away? Or did you think maybe it was something that you knew? Your body was telling you, you knew intuitively, yes? Yeah. And, you know, I guess probably deep down, I I knew that I was teetering. but I, I didn't allow myself to go there when I, I should have. Mm. And my body told me otherwise. And, wow. um, you know, and, or I'll get um, an eye twitch. <laughs> which, <laughs> I've had an eye twitch, actually. I can, I understand that. And ironically, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I listen to this. Ironically enough, Michelle, I woke up today and my eye is twitching nonstop <gasps> because what I didn't do this weekend is what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. No, this is so good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this because, you know, here people are thinking, oh, I'm going to get a roadmap and that's it. That's not it. I feel it's like it's process. like a daily commitment to yourself. <laughs> it is. But it totally what is. was your life like? So take us into the hive days. I mean, what, what did, what did a day look like when you were getting up? Like paint us an actual picture of the intensity of stress and how you were just going through your day and telling yourself that everything was great. Yeah. And I was telling myself everything was great, but I was also juggling way more than I was capable of, though I wanted to think that I was capable of everything. Mm. Um, and it was back before we had, you know, the team members that we have now, and I was doing everything with production and um, forecasting and manufacturing. I mean, just you name it. If you look at a, a product, it was soup to nuts. And it it really, it it was God's way of saying, you know, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't keep up this pace and, um, and it was, it was just a really chaotic time, but, you know, we learned so much also about ourselves during totally. that time and, 
And this was a learning process for me that I need to step back and take care of myself. But what did you like? How soon after the hives? Was it an immediate like, okay, I better pay attention? Or did you try to keep pushing through? Well, it was, um, it was really an awakening and not only for me, but also for my business partner. Mm. Um, because, you know, we had both been discussing, you know, this, we can't keep up this, this, this pace. And I came into the office and I'm like, this physically is what's happening. To me. <laughs> Did you There's, still have the eyes, or have they faded oh, by then? No, my eyes. I could barely open oh, them. Oh, poor I mean, thing! It was so bad. Oh my goodness! And and I said, we we have to make a change. And um, I mean, he he knew that, but at that time, we both kind of made it a priority. Like, okay, we we've got to get some help. Um, so we did, and it you know, it, it's been remarkable, um, you know, how that's, that's helped immensely, but you know, here I am today waking up with, um, my eye twitching and my staff is like, what is wrong with your eye? They could see it. Oh, it wasn't just <laughs> like a could. subtle twitch. Cause mine oh, might be no. like once over the, you know, you're like, Oh, my eye just twitched once. No, you're saying it's no, twitching. It's bad. And so one of my rules for myself, usually for weekends is that I make time for myself mm-hmm. and my weekends are a time to recharge and to regroup. And I s- focus, you know, on my kids. And this weekend was, um, it was a little nutty and I didn't do that. Mm. And here it is. And, and, and I just love how I'm having this call with you So ironic, uh, because it is a process and it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, here I am, I, I make an effort to focus on these things, but, um, it's a, it's a continuous effort. And in doing that, one of the things that I talk about is extending ourselves grace, mm. you know, for when we're not doing exactly what we need to do and don't keep beating yourself up about it. Like, you know, like this weekend and moving forward, I know, okay, time out, Deanna you've got to focus on, on yourself and your inner being, your body, mind, and spirit, and Mm -hmm. give it the attention that it deserves or else things are going to go off the rails. Wow. So So when the hives came, what were you incorporating at that time? And what did you add in after? Do you know, I I was, no, I really was not exercising, you know, maybe one, two days a week. Um, But it was more during that time that I wasn't um, I guess devoting the time spiritually that mm-hmm. I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I, you know, my mind going a mile a minute and also sleep, I was not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I wasn't sleeping well because of, um, I wasn't taking the time, you know, that I needed that quiet time and everything else, because that really helps me decompress mm-hmm. and I wasn't giving myself the opportunity for that. So instead, you know, I might fall asleep and then wake up at two and not be able to go back to sleep because wow. my mind is racing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but all, and I've learned um, also the importance of sleep and allowing myself the time to have that quiet time to work through things in my head. Um, but yeah, I, since then I've, you know, made it a point to start exercising. And, um, I had been on, um, 
Amanda trusts the faster way to fat loss. I began that like four years ago and mm. kind of backslid through that, um, during that time. Um, and since then I've picked back up on it. And another thing that I sometimes do is we'll sign up for, um, like a group run, uh, where we have a team and we're all accountable for each other. Mm. Um, to me, like I just did a relay from called the hood to coast from Mount hood to the uh, coast of Oregon. And I had to train for that mm. <laughs> because I couldn't let my, couldn't let my team down. Right. Um, so knowing that, um, other people are at stake, you know, caused me to make the time needed to, to do those runs and, um, do the exercise that I needed. But, you know, that might look different for, for everyone, mm. but I, I feel like sometimes to have some accountability in a, a program or a buddy, a workout buddy, mm. um, really, really does help, uh, because it's so much, it's so easy to say, you know what? I'm going to sit on my phone and, you know, look at social media for the next 30 minutes rather Time than sick, yeah. yeah, than walking or doing something, you know, for your body that your body desperately needs. So I do have to ask though, when do you find the time to actually run and train and, and schedule this stuff? Because one thing that none of us feel like we have enough of is time. And so mm-hmm. as the CEO of a company that is, growing like crazy and has retailers calling and wanting to get their products, your product on their shelves. I mean, exciting times. I imagine it'd be so easy to just want to put Uh, all your energy into that. So when, when is this happening? Like how, how do you structure it for yourself? Yeah, it's really uh, any, when I look at my calendar for the week, um, you know, my daughter's sports schedule always comes into play and uh, you know, Oftentimes I'll look at my dates and be like, okay, I have to get up early this morning Mm. and do X, Y, Z. Um, And I'm not a great early morning workout person. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. Mm -hmm. I prefer to do it in the evening. But if I know that that's not going to happen, I will purposely look at my calendar, you know, maybe on Sunday and plan out the week. And then other times, you know, if she's, if she's going to be at, soccer or practice or whatever, then, you know, I'll say, okay, I have free time here. I have 45 minutes. I can go to the gym and get it done. But and then sometimes too, I'm not, I'm not at the Y or at the gym until, you know, eight o'clock at night. Mm. Um, but even then, you know, I, I still feel so much better once I get, you know, that workout in. So it's really looking at your schedule and prioritizing, um, your days of the week and making yourself that priority. If you don't, it'll, your week will disappear and you'll be, you know, you'll wonder what happened. So, yeah. And then you wake up with hives one day. I mean, right. I, I actually, so I actually had that not the summer where I had, I woke up two nights in a row with hives all up my forearms. And I was wondering, cause I have a lot of food allergies as a food. And part of me was like, this is stress. This is a hundred percent stress. And so I think, you know, the body is always talking to us. And so Mm -hmm. not pushing through and thinking, I don't care. I'm just going to keep going until maybe something more severe happens. So really honoring yourself is huge takeaway and sleep that you talked about huge and managing stress, but women often feel guilty for doing things for themselves. I'm curious your opinion. Why do you think that is? 
And what's the mind shift that they need to make in order to feel good about taking care of themselves? Right. Well, you know, as women, we put everyone else first, mm-hmm. um, you know, from our kids to our, our parents, to our spouses and uh, significant others, you know, to even people at work. Um, I always feel like we're the last ones to look inward and really say, what is it that I need? And um, I, we're the master guilt trip takers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, 100% that, you know, nothing is ever enough for, for those around us, but we never look at ourselves and say, you know, is the same true for, for us. Um, and I, I feel like that by not investing in ourselves, mm. we are shortchanging everyone around us in mm. every facet of our lives because we're not the best version of ourselves when we don't invest the time needed mm-hmm. um, to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And in that regard, you know, I, I'm a happier, I'm a better mom. I'm a better CEO. You know, I'm a better leader when I'm centered and I'm healthy and, you know, I'm managing my stress effectively and um, where I'm grounded spiritually. Uh, I am a better Deanna for everyone in my life by investing that time in myself. That's so good. And I love the word investment, making an investment in yourself. I love that word. I think it's so empowering and I think it's exactly true. It needs to invest in yourself. You know, it's interesting because men aren't asked, how do you balance it all? They're running a company. Nobody's wondering what their self-care habits are or whatever. I'm not saying that men are necessarily taking better care of themselves, but women are generally the nurturers and a lot, you are breaking new ground. There's not that, there's not really a roadmap for successful female entrepreneurs as to, you know, how you do do it all, how you do manage the family, because it often does fall to the woman and you're a single mom. So it absolutely is falling on your plate and, you know, running that business and having big dreams and goals and actually finding time to take care of yourself. So um, investment is a nice way to frame it. And I think, you know, you had kind of a little bit of a wake up with the hives and Mm -hmm. the twitching is now a reminder. Okay. I'm paying Mm -hmm. attention. I hear you (laughs) need to focus on my gratitude and my prayers Mm -hmm. and I need to get, Mm -hmm. you know, taking care of my body. And for you, maybe that's less, maybe even physicality and, and maybe more quiet, you know, you'll tune in and figure out what that is. But, um, sometimes, you know, women won't make themselves the priority. They won't focus on that until something happens. We don't want that. So if you could tell the women listening, like one thing that you could leave them with, um, a strategy, uh, a mindset shift, something to help create that habit, what would it be? Yeah, I, I think that, um, going back to gratitude, Mm. is is so important you know and, and thinking about this question you know I feel like so many times in my life that I kept thinking you know oh it'll be so much easier when like mm. my, my kids can walk or so much easier you know when, when my kids you know start school or 
when they're both in the same school or they can drive or, you know, when I'm, when I get married or when I find the perfect person, you know, it's always, it'll be so much easier when, and I, you know, I feel like we just need to be so grateful in the moments that we're in and not kind of wish our time away and, Mm. um, really feel like, um, live in the here and now find the beauty in every, you know, moment that we're in, even the lows, Mm. because I am so grateful for all the valleys that I've been in because that's when I've learned the most. Mm. Um, so even, you know, in our lowest points to, to find something to be grateful for and take a moment and and reflect in it. And, and again, to extend ourselves that grace that it's okay, you know, to, you know, not be, you know, the perfect person or not be everything to everyone. And it's okay to not, to say no if we need to. Um, But I feel like being grateful for, for every stage and every moment that we're in, um, because it's all happening for a reason and making us, um, developing us into the people that, that God intended us to be. That is so beautiful. I don't even want to ask anything else. That was like the most perfect place to end. I mean, I could ask you a million questions. Let, let me just put this out there, but I feel like maybe it's a, a separate thing to some yeah. degree, but there are going to be women who are going to have admiration for what you've created and they aspire to a seven figure business and, you know, and incorporating the self-care along the way, of course. Um, what do you think a woman needs in order to make that a reality? I mean, was that a vision that you had for your business or did you just keep following the next step? Um, I kept following the next step, but also listening to what God was telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be, you know, we, I think as women, we all have this, um, like I said, intuition, mm-hmm. we have this sense and it's a God given gift that we're, we're all given and for us to pay attention to that voice, um, you can call it whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I believe it's God speaking to me, but um, believing, you know, heeding that voice and believing in yourself, knowing that you are enough. Um, and when you're going through that to make, make it a priority to center yourself spiritually, um, whatever that looks like for, for you, because I have found that when I am on the right path, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing is when I'm probably going to be under attack the most. Mm. And I need to be grounded spiritually, you know, to ward off the voices in your head to say that you are not enough because you are Mm. and to not believe the lies that sometimes we, we tell ourselves and to call them out and you know, say that is not true. I am enough and I can do this. And that belief and grounding yourself spiritually really helps. So beautiful. I love the way you share information and the way that you process and approach everything that you do. Thank you so much. I love talking to you and I love the advice that you shared. And I am so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much, Michelle. Always a pleasure to speak with you. 
Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now.